0: Jacob Ben, 97.5 and of The Zone, slight change of plans. We're expected to be joining uh, joined by any moment now, Utah head coach Kyle Winningham. We will still talk to Coach Hill. We're just going to— um, And huge thanks to Coach Hill for adjusting his schedule. Yeah, working just, around us. just a little bit. Still eager to talk to Coach Hill because he smashed his rival SEU over game. the weekend. So uh, I'm sure he's eager to talk to, uh, talk about that. But, of course, any chance we get a, to talk to the Utah football coach, yep. we're going we're to take it, Ben.
1: Yep. Huge game. I mean, the biggest game Utah's played in a couple of seasons now. Uh, hosting Oregon, coming here into Salt Lake City. First of all, I mean, this is this is the game that I think Utah fans were so excited about a decade ago when you were talking about joining the Pac-12 and you know getting these top ten teams and the biggest names in the country coming in. Out to the
0: Smart Rain special guest line we go. He is the head football coach at the University of Utah. Hi, Whittingham, with us on Jake and Ben. Coach, thank you so much for a few minutes. How are you doing?
2: Doing well. Thanks for having me on, guys.
0: Hey, Coach, talk about – Ben was just talking about how big this game is. Oregon, uh, you know, a top-five rated team. Uh, Are these the types of games that you had in your mind when you uh, joined the Pac-12 all those years ago?
2: Well, they're all big, and uh, we don't treat anyone differently than the other. And uh, but to answer your question, yeah, these are the type of opponents that, when we joined the conference, we knew would be coming in here on a yearly basis or almost a yearly basis. And uh, you know, every every Pac-12 home schedule that we have here has some, uh, you know, some quality teams that come in, and, and certainly this is one of them.
1: So do you feel like you've got momentum at this point? Three wins in a row, played really well against Stanford. Arizona was, I think, a lot tougher than most people expected. Does it feel like you've got momentum going into November? which has not always kind of been the case been in the Pac12. Uh
2: you know I think so, I think so. You never know, you're only as good as your last performance, but uh as you mentioned we're riding a little three-game win streak here and and uh, offensively actually about uh, what six weeks in a row now we've we've posted really good numbers and so that's that's been encouraging. Uh, but but yeah, I would say that uh we have a little bit uh, of momentum on our side going into this one.
0: Talk about your quarterback, Cam Rising, grabbing the reins, Coach, and really running with it and it being a turning point for your team this year.
2: Yeah, when we made that switch, uh, what was it, game three, I believe, towards the end of game three, uh, it seemed to provide a spark. And uh, he's really never looked back. I mean, he has performed exceptionally well for us. He's in the uh, top ten in the nation in in, uh, QBR, which is really what I use uh, as a coach to to determine how your quarterback's playing. And and, uh, he has just played outstanding, uh, taking care of the football, throwing the ball efficiently. And more than anything else, he's been a great leader for us.
1: I think the two drives I looked at that I was so impressed with over the weekend was at the end of the first half, you know, the two minute drill, really about a minute and a half, and he goes down and gets you a huge score going into the break. And at the end of the game, you needed to milk eight minutes off the clock, and he did and still got you a touchdown. I guess, how difficult is it to be able to do both of those things as an offense and as a quarterback?
2: Well, first of all, you're exactly right. Those were the two biggest drives of the game, and and uh, he handled both those situations flawlessly. And we went—I uh, can't remember—was it eight or nine plays in a minute and thirty or something like that to score that touchdown at the beginning of the or at the end of the uh, first half, and then. Uh, at the end of the game, you know, we took over with 11 or eleven minutes or so on the clock and uh, 15 plays and 75 yards later, uh, we got in the end zone and, and eight and a half minutes later and uh, essentially put the game on ice, gave them the ball back with a couple minutes and no timeouts, and so, uh, outstanding job, and it is, uh, you know, it's tough. I mean, you got you got to uh, execute well, you've got to have uh, great decision-making ability. Um, you know, there's just so much that goes into those two scenarios and those two situations and our and, uh, offense as a whole did a great job in both those uh, situations
0: all right coach i I have a scorching hot take for you (laughs) that i had the other day and you can uh you, you can take it and run with it whichever direction you want to go but uh strictly at the collegiate level so setting aside the nfl Devin lloyd is the best defensive player who's ever played for you what do you think
2: wow he's in the conversation there's no doubt about that but that's a pretty big statement i mean we've had some some really good players come through here uh Luther Ellis comes to mind, Eric Wendell um uh, Jalen Johnson. I mean we've had some really good players but but Devin uh is certainly right right at or near the top of that list. Uh still got some work to do this year. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt that he's gonna be the highest linebacker uh draftee ever ever out of the University of Utah and, and uh you know he looks like he's having an all American season and and uh you know he's certainly in the running for a bunch of other accolades so so I would say that uh may need to wait to the end of the season to all definitively answer right. that question question Fair but, enough. but uh, there's an argument for it no doubt about it
1: coach you played that position what what does he do that you know makes him rise above the rest
2: man uh he's first of all he's got all the tools you need to succeed there he's, he's got length he's nearly 6'3 uh 240 pounds he's got great speed uh, my guess is when he goes to the combine he'll run you know close to four five um he's instinctive He's a, he's a film junkie. He prepares as well as any player we've ever had here, and uh, he's got a burning desire to be great. And you put all that together, and that's who Devin Lloyd is. So
0: on kind of a related topic, Coach, we know how important stopping the run is to you philosophically. How hard is that task going to be against the Ducks?
2: Yeah, that's a that's a big uh, challenge for us. And they're doing a great job running the football, uh, nearly 230 yards a game. And, uh, you know, the quarterback run game element that they bring to the table is what really makes it difficult because that uh, equates the numbers in the box. Unless you bring the safety down, you know, it's going to be uh, equated numbers, which uh, means they got a hat for everybody. And, and uh, that's going to be a big challenge for us is to stop that Q run game. Um, as well as you know the tailback run game, but when you, like I said, the the quarterback run element is what really uh, puts things in the offensive advantage, and and uh, we've got to have an answer for it.
1: Coach, I know I've heard you say this number before, but I think it's something like ninety percent of teams that block a punt go on to win a game, and if they score a touchdown off a block punt, I mean the number goes even higher, and you still found a way to win that game. How hard is it to overcome that, and how do you fix it?
2: Well, it is difficult to overcome, and and uh, it is a high percentage, as you mentioned, and and it's in the 80 or 90 percentile right there. But but uh, you know the the breakdown was evident. It's not a it's not a tough fix. We just got to do a, a better job coaching it, and that's where it all starts. And uh, we're going to work hard on it this week. I can promise you that and uh, it's something that uh, has, has showed up uh, a few times this year, and, and uh, it's just got to be corrected, and, and it's on us as coaches to get that done.
0: So, Coach, last thing before we let you go. Uh, it, coming up next, our very next interview is Jay Hill. He's, he's jumping on the show with us, a former protege of yours, uh, worked with you for a long time. Can you feed us a question to ask him? <laughs> can you feed us you know, maybe an inside question that we can run past Jay coming up next?
2: ah let's see ask him how the uh his cabin uh, uh redo is coming up in uh island park he's oh. doing a cabin up there redoing nice. himself him and his wife they they got all kinds of mad skills when it comes to that and and uh, we were up there this summer and visited him up there and and uh say hey how's that cabin renovation coming
0: so wow they're would, doing it themselves something. you're themselves. kidding
2: ah, and, and mostly sarah you know she's wow she's uh puts on the tool belt and, and uh is incredibly handy
0: Awesome. Well, you know what? We'll run it by him next, Coach. Thank you very much, and thanks for coming on with us. Coach, good luck. Okay, guys. Take care. Bye-bye.